I'm Ryan Johnson. I'm Tyler Schmidt. I'm Lou Janu. And this is Car Talk, a podcast about trading cards. We're here to teach you everything you need to know about flipping cards. Whether it's the next breakout rookie, a new Magic the Gathering release on the way, or Pokemon's 25th anniversary, we'll break it all down. So sit back and listen up. Those cards collecting dust in your closet could make you some real cash. Welcome to Card Talk. All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Card Talk. I'm Ryan, joined as always by Tyler and Lou. I have a lot to get into on today's Card Talk episode, including a $12-plus million Mickey Mantle. Ty wants to talk about the U.S. Open, where we want to get to lose leads. Jay, put that in there, and I'm baffled that's now become a segment. That's wild. Uh, We'll do college football takes, play of the week, latest launch, and we may have time for some questions, so we'll... uh, We'll see, but let's just get right into it. Let's start with what's on your mind. I almost went into lose leads, but I just, it's got me so off track. So Lou, we'll start with you since apparently that's, I mean, I just can't get over that. We'll talk about it later. Um, What's on my mind today? I think it's pretty, it's a pretty light week, to be honest. Like I'm just thinking about the NFL season coming up. Um, I went to a show this past weekend up in Suffern, New York. Shout out Suffern. I'm going to be honest, it was a little sus. It was a really, really hot in the room, and I was trying to buy hockey cards, and no one would budge at all. There was a card that was worth like 200 bucks, and the guy was like 450 firm, and wouldn't move, so tough to make a deal when you got a guy going 150% over what it's worth. So, ended up walking away empty-handed that day, but it was a good time, and I think I need to try to go to the next Burbank show whenever that happens, because it sounds like that was the hotness of the weekend yeah burbank was uh we were only there for two days and it was insane and i heard it was crazier set i heard it was crazier saturday and sunday we were there we flew out wednesday uh we were there wednesday thursday friday yeah i heard it was really good what was what was good with it what was good with it can we get a little 401 it was in like a marriott convention center like right next like right from the like three minutes from the airport so I mean, they filled the entire space and they have capacity constraints out there in California. So like they had a line like wrapped around the building, like three corners of the building. I mean, it was nuts. So they've talked about, you know, I talked to Rob and EJ and some of the guys that put it on and, you know, they're, they've looked at other spaces too, but I mean, if they had double, double the space, like double the space, double the dealers, because they said they stopped selling uh tables and stuff like months ago you know if they could double that show it would quickly be one of the the best two or three shows in the country i mean it's already a really good show it was like we bought some cool stuff i mean if you double that it would have uh it would have been nuts i mean they could have filled it too like were there a good amount of transactions going on yeah i mean the place was packed it was packed so it was nuts Better go smaller the first time around. I'm sure next time it'll be yeah, sure, a lot bigger and better. You'd probably rather have a smaller show and mini national vibes. I know we had this like uh, the the Suffern show was supposed to be a like East Coast National is always kind of the biggest show of the year. Was that sounds like they got buried? Is Burbank like the new? Mini National, West Coast National. I think part of the part of the problem with the Suffern thing was that it's in a different location than it normally is. That show is usually out at Hofstra or 
uh, Hofstra or White Plains, and it was in Suffern, so it was hard to get to. From what I understand, I was talking to dealers like a few hours I was there, and they were saying like no one really knew how to get there. Once you got there, you had to find the building. It was hard to find it. So I think a lot of people just ended up not going to that show because it was too hard to get to. Yeah, there was also a Denver show this weekend, last weekend. I didn't go to that, but there was also a big Denver show. Um, That's apparently a pretty good-sized show. I've never been to that one. I mean, that's going to be the tricky part about some of these shows is when you've got major shows running the same weekend, you're going to have big-time dealers, big-time buyers going to, you know, different different locations. But, yeah, it sounds like the West Coast needed that. I mean, I talked to some of those guys out there and said that that big, huge, you know, Dallas uh atlanta like some of the big shows like boston chantilly some of those shows sounds like the west coast needed that and it was a it was definitely it's definitely a good show i would i would definitely go back so ty what's on your mind uh serena was cool last night watching serena the u.s open is dope my my background we're making moves we're making some improvements i spent the majority of yesterday hanging blinds look at you Interior designer. Just like really domesticating. Yeah. I got, you know, some new pieces back there, some other pieces over there. Might go just fake background. Just going to keep everyone on their toes going forward. Wait, pause, 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 pause. I have breaking news. Explain. The Vikings are waving quarterback Kellen Mond. You kind of oh, love to hilarious. see. That's hilarious. That's perfect. It happened on Car Talk. Oh, you hate to see it. That's freaking terrible. That's, that's the worst. That's, that's tough. terrible. That's tough. Oh gosh. Top scene for a lot of folks out there. Oh boy. That was like when Jay oh, texted me. Strevler yeah. should be the starting quarterback of the third gym. round I'm pick. Like, my guy, Strev ain't even sniffing the roster. Uh, Strevy was our best quarterback of the summer. The Vikings picked Kellen Mond one pick before Davis Mills, and Davis Mills is starting for Houston, and their third-round pick from a year ago is now being cut. Wow. I feel really bad that Kellen Mond got cut. That sucks. Real life is tough. All that. It's very funny that Ryan said he was going to start this year. I Let's not get carried away like that's what I said would happen. I just said that they would look at other options because Kirk Cousins stinks. That was the mistake. It was it it was putting more emphasis that Kirk Cousins stinks, not that Kellen Mond was good. Let's be clear. And I was wrong on I was wrong regardless. Kirk Cousins this is like the the dark horse yes. like the, the dark horse MVP pick. Like the consensus dark like horse MVP pick. Awesome under the radar quarterback option. Agreed. Like vanilla as can be, but can win games and put up numbers. And I looked into this and I'm like, dude, I was so wrong. I'm a, I'm an idiot. It was tough. So it was tough. hate to see it, but, but I love it. I right, will we'll be right that. on the Malik Willis take. I I'm think doubling, that's possible. I'm doubling down on that take. I think that's doubling possible. down. We'll see. We'll see. Serena was sweet. Opening night, us open came out. All the stars are out. He did some clean work. I think it was six, three, six, three. They held like a huge celebration after for her. It was going to be win or lose because I think her next match is against the number two ranked opponent. Also excited to see Emma Raducanu back at it. The U.S. Open in general is just sweet. Emma Raducanu, I think, won. Are you going to go to the Open at all? Won the U.S. Open last year. As hmm. Like unseated. Yeah. I'm hoping to. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta Not me. Maybe speak to you about that. <laughs> 
<laughs> what else? Uh, the Avabe stuff's on my mind. Columbus is on my mind. I got to really, in my week off. Work these are things I do in my you. week off, Brian. I take the week off to get focused. You, won't miss, you would miss your flight to Columbus, would you? If it was too early, I might miss it. No. 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 I've, I've learned and focused and changed a lot since then. I'm growing. But I'll be frank, London's super on my mind. Because I am going to go to that show. You're like locked in. I'm like 95% confirmed. I, I'm pretty sure it'll just be... Uh, I'm only going to go for one day because I'm going to go to footy matches the other day. But let's see. October. Is it the 30th? 30th? I thought that was 31st. Was I'm trying weekend. to think. 29th and 30th. So I'm going to be there on Saturday the 29th. I may, may go to Gunners Nottingham Forest the next day. Um, and then it's and then it's NFT week the following week. NFT mm-hmm. London is the week after. And then the following Saturday is the last Saturday before they break for World Cup. So all the games play at the same time. So I think I'm going to do a little nine-day London stretch, but I'm excited about that show. Nine especially days. Especially yeah. Especially off the back of um, this Mbappe announcement, World Cup. Pretty sure they're in that Panini announcement was a little October uh, World Cup Panini set. Maybe that comes out. Maybe that's popping at that show. So I'm going to London with heavy proper footy card vibes um and i'm excited about it a couple players i've been talking to that i want to bring to the show so those are the things that are on my mind maybe i'll maybe i need to i need to make a an adjustment and come to london yeah i mean i think london is going to be really real i've been it's one of those things where like i've gotten far more responses on instagram than i would have expected the problem is i want to go to denver too so i need to figure that out that's fair Denver's the same weekend. Denver, it's Denver or places. Patriots. It's one or the other. The same weekend. One of it's either the Patriots game or the Broncos game is the same weekend as that London trip, which makes it hard for me to go to. Yeah, I like the idea question. of going for quite a few days and making a trip out of it, Thai style. Like I've, I've never yeah. been anywhere outside the U.S. outside of Canada and the Bahamas, so I think that totally. would be kind of cool. Cool to visit London. I know. No, Reg has been to Italy before for work and would love to go to uh, London. So I think it would be cool. I would love to go. Um, what's on my mind? Ohio State's one of Ohio State's biggest two or three games of the year is this weekend. Oof. College football is back. Don't worry. Notre Dame is just ranked high like they are every year. So that it drives more media. Yeah, I was talking to somebody. Yeah, a Notre Dame fan like I hope it's like competitive though like I don't want Ohio State to like 49 to 10 Notre Dame and like have this big head and overlook you know Iowa you know middle of the middle of the year like I like I don't want that so I'm hoping it's it's competitive but yeah it's a I'm, bold way to stroll into the season that was a lot of confidence looking for a competitive opening game yeah why like, wouldn't you want to just smoke I would want to beat the brakes off of Notre Dame I mean, I don't like Notre Dame, but like, I don't want it to be like, I mean, I don't want it to be 24, 27, but I don't want it to be like a hundred to three. I'd take beating a top five team 49 to seven every <laughs> yeah, day I of guess the week. That, I guess that's We're three, just, we're like three and a half to, to Purdue I don't on Thursday to, night. <clears throat> I don't want to lose to Purdue or Iowa again because we're just 
think we're They're the best gonna. thing on, on Earth. Who, Ohio State? Yeah. Yeah, see, that's not what I want. I hear you. You want to be a little battle-tested. Yeah, I want to have, like... And again, you're probably going to get it in the fourth, like, later in the year when you play, you know, you play Wisconsin, Iowa, Michigan State on the road. Like, Ohio State's got some tough games. They play Penn State in Penn State. Like, I know it's not a whiteout game. It's still Penn State. Like, then they play Michigan at home. Like, Ohio State's got some, like, they have a tough schedule this year. Um, especially when you open at Notre or home against Notre Dame, but it's at uh, Columbus, huh? Ohio State Notre Dame. Yeah, I thought it was like a neutral site or something. No, I have tickets. Wow, wow! I'm so ex- I'm so excited. There's nothing I like. There's not much I enjoy more than like fall Saturdays in the horseshoe. Like, and I'm that's why I'm excited for you guys to see it because like yeah, it's great vibes. It, I care I care that much about it. Like, it's a big deal. Like, I. There's not many places I would rather be than in the horseshoe on a Saturday in the fall. Like, it's it's just, it's immaculate. So to that, I have, I have two things. On my mind, I didn't mention Penn State opens the college football season, essentially. There was that, like, weird Scott Frost, Nebraska Love thing. Love Week Zero. Yeah, Week Zero, classic. Thursday uh, night, Penn State, Purdue, three and a half point. Spread anytime you got three and a half points means it should be a good game. That's means correct. I need to be focused on Thursday. That's right. Uh, yeah, like I mean, it's just tough. Um, but Purdue, I think, actually has a decent team. To my understanding, they've they got a, a classic a Purdue. Yeah, classic Purdue program. It's like every four years, they're like mini cycle and a major cycle. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, or sorry, yeah, tomorrow night, Wednesday night, I got my fantasy draft, mm-hmm. which. I gotta. I just gotta be better this year. Historically, I'm a mid-tier fantasy person. Yeah, that sounds historically. That sounds about I right. put I put little hours in. Jay, don't come on here talking. Purdue is my team. Let's go. Come on, get out of here. With I was that. gonna go to Purdue until a last second pivot. You didn't though. And then lastly, that's oh like, oh, that's like some like new new type stuff. That is like some lose new type shit. If you're Ryan Johnson, likes 14 NFL teams. What time? Sneaky. I have. <laughs> uh, I have a big golf match Ooh. against Truba and Lingren. Wow. <laughs> what a squad. <laughs> Nate and I versus Truba and Lingren. What a squad. Um, and, yeah. And then, oh, lastly, like, yeah. I The way that you say you can't wait for us come to the horseshoe on a fall Saturday. Like, we talked about this a little bit. But, like, I hate Ohio State. There's one side of me that can be like, all right, pageantry. Enjoy the pageantry, college football. It's like, all about get the pageantry. There, and I can get there for sure. But like, I at the same time, like, there's also the other side of the coin. It's just like, I don't. Are you wearing Penn State, State stuff, stuff or no? Yeah, I'll probably wear a jersey. Yeah. Oh, a nondescript. Penn State has some not pretty nondescript kits. Not that building it on It's just like white with a blue number in the Yeah, when red. every single person has red on and you show up in navy, you'll stand out like a sore thumb. What's the name of the mascot? Brutus? The, uh, yeah, the bar guy. What's his name? Brutus? I think that's the best mascot in college sports. First off, the Nindy Lion is a far superior mascot. Oh, I <laughs> love God. I love Brutus. When he goes with the ears? The ears are great. I do love the Hold ears. On. But when I like Brutus a lot and I think the like I like his little his head is funny to me. The head yeah. is it's a it's a top tier head. It's a top tier head. <laughs> it's a top tier head. It's like that three sixty, I don't know, but like it's a top tier 
Brutus Brutus versus the Stanford tree in NCAA 14 was the vibe. That is peak college football for NCAA. Yep. <laughs> I mean, that is tree peak versus college Brutus. football. The mascot matchup. I mean, that's yeah. just, that's, that's, yeah. that's what we're looking for. Right. Are you sad about college football at all when you think that USC and UCLA are both going to be Big Ten teams? No, I'm excited. I love college football more than any other sport. Like, nothing in the world I enjoy more. Do you feel that... Uh, oh, no, I don't disagree with you. Like, I, college football is the best. But when I think about USC and UCLA playing in, in the Big Ten, like, I feel it flies in the face. A little bit of, like, this pageantry. You just can't tell me you just don't want... Like, you're not looking forward to, like, a Saturday night, 10.30, West Coast football, Ohio State's in the, you know, in Pasadena. Or in wherever, like Pasadena is where doesn't doesn't feel like big isn't that where they play? To me. Uh, yeah, I mean that sounds awesome. That sounds electric. Ohio State traveling to the West Coast to play a late night game on Saturday night. Yes. It'll be electric for sure, but it definitely is not the tradition. You're picking up what I'm putting down, Lou. Yes, it's cool, but it's not tradition, and tradition is what matters. A lot. Like the why Ohio State will be so amazing on a Friday or on a Saturday in the fall is like tradition you're gonna have like generations yeah, UCLA of other state people pass. like all oh, this da, da, da. and then it's like you're gonna be playing in a pack 12 game on a saturday night <laughs> nah it'll be cool but it, it, it's also a bit it's different yeah sure but again like it, it goes back to the ohio state point like you guys seeing that like i would love to go to ohio state penn state for a whiteout like the car talk for a whiteout or like georgia versus florida in georgia I want to go to like Alabama, LSU, like in Baton Rouge, like those. That sounds fun. Like I don't like Alabama or LSU. I hate the SEC. Yeah, but that sounds I want to like, go to like a Tennessee, Arkansas. No, that sounds awful. That sounds. At least I want to see good no, football. No, that's real... I would do any game at Tennessee. Rocky There's Top. Some real tradition. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I just think it would be fun. Like at, as a college football fan, I would. I do not like those teams, but I respect the tradition, and I would love to see. I just know what it means to me to be in Ohio Stadium for a big game. Like I, I would love to take in somebody else's big game and understand what that's like. And I just think that like a lot of mutual respect. Completely agree. Completely agree. USC UCLA. I would love to go to that game. A proper SEC game. I'd love to go to. Well, Big Twelve. What what does that game that uh, Red River Rivalry? River shootout Red River Rivalry. Yeah, like, it used to be Red River Shootout, and then they had to change it. All those would be great. UCLA playing at the shoe on a on a Saturday in like October is a different vibe. The real way to say it is like Washington State versus Purdue is not the hottest. <laughs> yeah, it's just like all right, like just give me sounds Purdue, like more of a non conference Iowa. Yeah, like, give yeah. me Purdue Iowa. Yeah. Like, it sounds like that's like the Texas Car Care Bowl or something. Correct. All right, let's uh let's move on. Uh, we've got a lot to get into. I know Ty brought it up earlier. Ty hinted at it, said we would talk about it later. But I think we would be underplaying the Mbappe news with Panini if we didn't mm-hmm. talk about that. I think that's uh, I think that's a major deal. We've talked about this before in the two plus years we've done card talk uh, about what Mbappe, like how hard that chase has been for uh for companies, um, and like what it would mean for cards, right? He's 
want to tie, right? I don't want to. I don't want to say anything yeah. crazy here. We thought Pulisic wasn't the mess, you know, was messy, and we're finding out that's not the case. So I just want to make sure, like Mbappe is all time good. Yeah, two. They're two different stratospheres. Okay, they're, just, they're just making even. sure. I don't want Lou and I to get like a little confused and like be misled, but um, but yeah, Mbappe, big deal. You, Rod, do you not have faith in me? No, it's not that I don't have faith in you. It's just Lou and I were definitely miss. Like we, I think we were led a little astray on Pulisic, just a little. He requested a transfer disagree. and he didn't get it. He's being held hostage. He is being held hostage. <laughs> I mean, the club he plays for just had to be transferred for four billion dollars because the owner was Putin's best friend. <laughs> There's a little turmoil happening. All right. All right. There's like a but, little unrest at the club. Okay. But. Mbappe signing autographs, exclusive. It sounds like exclusive trading cards and exclusive memorabilia for Panini. That that sounds expensive. It doesn't sound cheap. Sounds like he was ready to get a couple bags and he got them. He's been setting up the bags. He's definitely been doing some business in the back end. There's he did a so rare deal that so the way that I almost see it, I think the top deal was a PSG deal that he probably did through PSG, not. Almost direct with Tops, if that makes sense. So he did gotcha. like a one-off like thing with PSG, and that's how they did that. And then he did his own personal deal with Panini. What it says is, according to Panini, Mbappe's first autograph cards from the company will be in 2022 Panini National Treasures Road to the World Cup. So they're doing a, a Nash- NT Road to the World Cup. Yeah, it's Road to Qatar. I think it comes out in September. The France Mbappe RPA is gas. Gas. Can you imagine what that's going to sell for? Oh my goodness! Currently the scheduled logo, to man? come out in September, and then Panini Prism World Cup will follow in October. And he's in that too. Panini Eminence at the end of the year. Oh my! Correct. And an Eminence. They haven't had Eminence since like what 2016. Whew. Mbappe. Like like this is where it gets fun. Like imagine a Mbappe, Ronaldo, Messi, Holland quad auto. I mean, Messi. just in in. I'm in on that. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds insane. Doesn't so, France doesn't France have uh Jordan jerseys? Like what about a Jordan logo man? I don't think France does, PSG does. Oh, Real quick, Ty. I just think I was just thinking about this because I think I might have misspoke. I just said Ronaldo, Mbappe, Messi, and Holland. But if those are Prism, if those are World Cup products, Holland won't be in that. So I think there's a, a catch. Road to the World Cup. I think it's Road to the World Cup, and they put the qualifying. Gotcha. That's how they sneak them in there. Because I'm pretty sure that happened in the last Road to the World Cup as well, because USA didn't make it, but there was Pulisic. Right, yeah, you're right about that. That's how they get the hot guys in. Understood. Holland's on fire at City. Yeah. Is he? Scored a hat trick this past weekend. They're down oh my low. They goodness! Were yeah, and he scored he, a hat trick. How many goals is he scored? He's just a machine. You watch this guy in. You watch this guy like, and I through the whole Holland craze was like, eh, eh, eh. He's not making the World Cup. What have you? This that. You watch this guy. He to me is one of the most. Uh, I'm searching for the word. To me, when I think about up and coming athletes. He's the most young, confident, aggressive, good, humble. Like, I don't know if there's anyone. He reminds me a little bit of Anthony Edwards. It has almost swag. More, he has almost more bravado. Holland's bravado is just like, I know how good I am. I'm the best, and I'm going to work harder than everyone, and I'm not going to talk about it. I just want to win and score goals. 
Whereas Anthony Edwards is a little bit more 360. Like Drago but... vibes? Like, I'm the greatest of all time? Yeah. Interesting. Yo, his third goal was like, you don't see it. It was like, you're small, you're tiny, you're not going to be able to touch me. I'm so better. I'm just going to hold you here. I'm better. Did it hit him, it hit him with this? It hit Did he hit him with it? Froze. Oh, too small? Did he hit him with the hand too small? No, he just runs. Like, he could run, like, four miles after his goal and just, like, is smiling happily. Like, he just loves scoring goals. So that man is bad. I think it's super bad. Yeah, it's going to be, uh, if Messi is in eminence, national treasures, and prison, like, those are big products for soccer. That's that's a big deal. D- definitely, side note, we don't talk about, we haven't talked about this a lot, but it's interesting to think about what that deal means. Like, is that a Panini doubling down, not selling to Fanatics? Is that a Panini, hey, this sweetens the deal with Fanatics? Like, that that's an interesting type play there, right? You know, Panini said to lose the basketball and baseball like football licenses in a few years. That's a major investment into soccer. Like, that's a, like I don't think you can get a bigger investment in soccer than, than Mbappe. I, I agree. I mean, to me, it signals, I, I don't, Panini Fanatics thing, to me, it signals that Panini is invested in the continued growth of the soccer market. And if they're going to do that, you're going to obviously see other companies continue to be in the space. Well, I just think it's a good, healthy sign for the hobby based in and around proper footy, which is like even doubles down on why I want to get over to London. I think that there's a real, real culture in and around footy cards and i think we've got two world cups from this date pretty much in the next four years in like two months one of them being in the u.s i think if you look at the premier league it's absolutely exploding um and i think if you look at the mls it's doing incredibly well so i mean i'm just that that's been my thing in the three years that we've known each other ryan and obviously i think it's the biggest kind of like announcement almost to say the tops thing was cool, but we've talked about Mbappe Autos for two, two and a half years. Um, the tops thing was a, a team set different, but this to me is is big. And all, I think all three of those products will be in high demand. And I think we're going to see a lot of chatter around, obviously, the World Cup. The Premier League to me is is still, you know, bubbling hard and I'm pumped, pumped about it. Because I think it's not, it's something that also, like, the sport is such a global game, right? We can talk baseball, we can talk basketball. Those are exported American cultures into other countries, right? But when we talk about eBay and when we talk about what's happening at the, with the vault, we talk about all these different things, like there's a lot of demand to collect footy cards. I agree. I think something that's interesting is like, I think it's hard for a lot of people, myself included, as someone who's been very skeptical of soccer in this country, it's very easy to overlook the situ- the conversation of like the Premier League's getting hot in the US and like the World Cup is coming to the US and all that stuff, but it definitely feels a lot different. If you compare the feeling of like Premier League vibes to Premier League vibes right now to like even two years ago, it just feels completely different to me. In terms of like there's just way more people talking about it. It's more I see it on my timeline more and it's not because I'm following teams or whatever. Like it's just more out there. So it definitely is happening for anyone who has been that that skeptical like myself. I would say give it another chance before you just shut it out completely. Real quick. Uh, I can't believe Kellen Mong got cut. 
I, I thought the virus would have more I, breaking I news. Come under- on, signs with the patients. <laughs> I just don't understand how I got lumped, in, lumped into Promond. That's probably because you said Kellen Mom was going to play this year. That's probably you why you're getting associated with Promond. But went down a rabbit hole. No, so when the, the Vikings the way- are zero six. No, that's we didn't say that. You said if the Vikings are zero and six, would somebody else would somebody else play? Yes. If the Vikings don't win six games, I think they would give up on Kirk Cousins. Yes. Now, I get it. That... You don't want to talk about it because you're embarrassed. It's okay. <laughs> All right. This is ridiculous. This is uh, especially because one of the things on this list here is lose leads. I mean, are we are we serious with this? What kind of propaganda do we have going on here? I mean, my my man Lou had an entire team for two months and just like, you know what? Nah. Listen. Wild propaganda it. going on. This is outrageous. You got to get ahead of it. I was very a lifelong clear. of fan commitment. I was very clear that I was jumping ship and I made that known to everyone. I apologize to the people of Sheffield and I don't know what else to say. It's America's team. What do you want me to do? Now, one thing that could be interesting is if Lou steps foot at a Leeds match. This fall, possible. I don't think there's any debate around. It's who who's Lou's team. It's possible that I would attend the Leeds match this fall. It's I not mean, just not out of the. He's question. not going to switch back. He's not switching right. back. I mean, just Tyler is allowed to do this to me. You like four NFL teams. You like thirteen you know, college but, teams. Like, but you know that's not the case. You know that's not the case. You don't like. I you don't like the Patriots, right. the Browns, and the Bengals. I, I like the Patriots. I root for Joe. You Burrow. don't root for the Browns. In the, you had the Browns in the Super Bowl a year ago. Yeah, and you right, you've the, done the more Packers. episodes wearing a Bengals jersey than a card collector two kit. No, that's ridiculous. I, I mean, that's not even that's not even remotely accurate. I've worn a Joe Burrow jersey like yeah. What three about when you took a, yeah? What about when you were with Trevor Lawrence wearing a jersey together? What about that? That's I'm rooting for Trevor Lawrence. Rooting for Trevor Lawrence. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Rooting for Trevor. No, Lawrence. it's not. Like, Lou, give us an update on your Leeds fandom one weekend. Yeah, listen, it was tough. Um, first, it actually was really unfortunate how they were like, we're putting them on USA or they put USA, right? It was like, yeah, we're gonna take them off Peacock, put them on USA because everyone's so excited, and then they just get their shit rocked by Brighton and just devastating. But we have a match today. The boys are back today. Little Tuesday footy never hurt nobody. Love it. I'm definitely I'm definitely rooting against Leeds. That's because you hate America. That's on you, bro. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm definitely rooting against Leeds. This is this <laughs> this show. There's some absolute nonsense going back. I mean, this is just because this is all because Jay overpaid on Mike White cards. This is absolutely ridiculous. It all it Which, all goes back to that. And and just to be clear, oh, I voted for Jay to win play of the week that week. You guys did not. I, I don't even know what you're talking about. How is that related to this? <laughs> because because Jay's the one clipping all this stuff. Jay's the one clipping all this stuff. It's all just straight Tyler and Lou and all this nonsense. Maybe like, yeah, been, Ryan likes Calm on. Tough scene. Maybe if you oh, haven't been wow. attacking him viciously for a year and a half straight, then he wouldn't be. I mean, don't do that. things that, you know, are worth attacking. <laughs> I'm attacking you for switching teams. I mean, that's just wild. Right. Can uh, can you give a quick synopsis on thoughts around one nil? Will we see? Uh, I don't own any college football cards, and as a big college football fan, 
uh, I'm not too like I could get it. I could see myself getting behind like a, an old school LeVar in a Penn State jersey. But like I, I haven't cl- I don't have too much interest in college product. Do you, do you think one NIL is going to like change that at all in terms of the product and how it's rolled out? And two, do you have a favorite college product or, or two? Yeah, so I definitely think it will change. Uh, how soon? I'm not sure. Uh, I would imagine six to twelve months. You'll start hearing announcements about NIL stuff. Um, I think it's going to be an interesting dynamic when you think about it, though, because let's say you have, you know, NIL products each year. Let's say you have Bowman University was one that had some active players in it, right? Tops released that didn't have access to the licensing, uh, but think tops has worked deals now where they're getting the licensing so let's say tops releases bowman university right and you've got quinn ewers rookie autos his freshman year you've got quinn ewers autos well when quinn ewers starts at texas in year two are you going to put quinn ewers in texas probably right what happens when quinn ewers starts at texas in year three you can have quinn ewers autos in texas again probably he would probably be a chase card right you're gonna have so many college football autos of these guys before they even get to their rookie year and then you're going to make the college football products their rookie year and you're going to have immaculate collegiate or you're going to have immaculate nt collegiate nt or yeah collegiate nt uh no immaculate collegiate nt collegiate flawless collegiate you know contenders draft picks prism draft picks a lot of the panini products that we have now right assuming this doesn't change you're going to have a lot of those products their rookie year it's just like where's their rookie card which which one are we counting is their first First one in the pros, first one in college. Like, it, I think that's a that's an interesting thought when you when you really think about that. I mean, by the time Quinn Ewers gets to being drafted in twenty twenty four, Quinn Ewers might have signed up fifty thousand autographs. Might have signed a hundred thousand autographs. Much like every other kid who was in college, but just wasn't getting paid for it. Sure, above board. Sure. Yeah, and I don't think about it for like the average college football player, right? You take your Ohio State tight end or your middle of the pack, Ohio State D end, like stuff like that. I don't think about it for that. I think about it for the guys that like will will like have a major impact on cards, right? Quinn Ewers is likely going to be a, I mean, if, if he's anything like they say he is, that's a big rookie card to chase when he comes out. Having... 500,000 autographs in your first five years of, you know, NIL to a couple years in pro, right? First two years in the NFL, three years in college, five years, 500,000 autographs. That's a lot of autographs. That makes it hard to, to sustain value in time, right? Supply and demand. Are there 500,000 people that want a Quinn Ewers auto? Not saying there's not, but especially at prices we think his stuff could demand if, again, if he's luck manning elway like some you know transcendent football player it i think it's it's something to consider as cards move forward how do you think about like trevor lawrence contenders autos and that stuff there's certain stuff of that i like but they definitely sign a lot like i'm not oblivious to the fact that those guys have a ton of rookie cards like they have a ton of cards a ton i mean yeah, I think that's always been the, it happens a lot in cards, but we compare like, 
you know, everybody wants contenders because Brady had contenders, right? Like that was Brady's big card. And then, right. So it was big for Mahomes, but like a lot of those guys were short printed, like Mahomes, like Carson Wentz in 2016, I think it's out of like 241, 271, something like that. It's, it's a short print. Like these guys now aren't short printed, but they also have 500, like what, 75 other football products. Like there's a lot of other football products. So it's not like it's hard to pull a Trevor Lawrence auto. I mean, just cards have developed and demand has grown so much since 2000. Brady was pick number 199. Trevor Lawrence was pick one, you know, pick one. Um, so it's different. I, I think there, like, there are cards of Trevor Lawrence I have that I like and will keep in my collection and see what happens. Like a Prism Gold. I own a Trevor Lawrence Prism Gold. That was an expensive purchase. I like that. Again, desirable cards, like the premium cards of the pro like trevor lawrence like that i i think see it's tricky because like i also say like i couldn't imagine spending fifty seven thousand dollars on a trey lance national treasures so it's 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 interesting it's i don't want to talk out of both sides of my mouth well i i i'm like we're joking around this morning on text like uh i think someone bought a loo the one of the downtowns we made at lou for 50 bucks and we made like that fresco tray card for like the show and then let the record show i'm company. spending 50 on fresco if i'm spending 50 on me i'm just saying uh, i think i think they're right there equal value <laughs> fair enough <laughs> um but when i see gas which i believe is network and then there's also one other card company that i'm drawing a blank on that's doing like some nft stuff you've got zero cool i just mean who's the big who's, who's the front runner to win heisman who's the biggest you were like who's Stroud, the biggest name in college number one in in vegas stroud yeah stroud could you see stroud just putting on his own cards sure sure yeah. I don't think anybody the, the would be surprised. That's going to like explode. I think the long tail of like that is going to get a bit interesting. Yeah, like I think we didn't get to this is a, a little bit of a left like to go left, but seeing what happened last week with Nepro, what however you feel about the prices, the single sales I think is something that's here to say and going to continue happening and then it's just a function of who what company or does fanatics take advantage of this because they already have the infrastructure of like just building out the single direct to consumer sales and just seeing what happens with all that is something to watch. I think on certain products it makes sense, but that would also take like it just can't happen at scale and across. I the agree. Board. I think that it's just, a bad idea. That takes too much away from breaking. Breaking is such a big part For of, sure. of the sure. business. It just doesn't make enough sense. I think it's a bad idea, but it's something that I can foresee becoming a major part of the thing but but that already happens now as well panini does it with panini instant different yeah they're just custom sets where there's 50 different guys they all have rpas out of 10 and you can buy one of the cj strouds you can buy one of the bryce youngs you can buy let me ask you a question would you be would you be stunned if next year panini put out all of the patty the batty immaculate cards as single sales i wouldn't be stunned by that i think they would do a pantheon right used to be a cool set panini used to make back in the day pantheon they will make a custom patch auto out of 25 pantheon of patty the batty 
that is not sold in any product, doesn't exist in any product, it's his own release, they'll drop a 25 version, a 99 version, and then a base rookie card number to 199. They'll drop those three with one of his premier fights, they would drop one of those on their website where you could buy those. They would never take something out of a product that has potential to be broken and put it on release on for sale on Panini's yeah, website. They would make I, I it agree, custom because set. the margins they make such great margins on pretty much the gambling aspect of breaking. They right? just saw like Carlos Alcaraz the upside potential. Say that again. They just saw Carlos Alcaraz sell for three grand. Yeah, but I don't. Do we know? Uh, and I don't know this. This isn't a shot at NetPro. Does NetPro have other tennis? Like, could they have sold other, like, a full line tennis product? I don't know. The point is, they were able to sell single. Car- they sold how many millions of cards last week? Just on single. What I'm, what I'm saying is, it's not. It might be an, it might be an or for NetPro. This or that. It's not an or for a billion-dollar company like Panini. It's a, hey, Patty the Batty will be an immaculate, and we will have these Pantheon patch autos, and he'll be in Prism, and he'll be in this. Again, does that is that sustainable forever? Uh, I'm not sure, but I, to Panini, it's not, a, it's not a which one of these. It's a, hey, we can do all of these. I just, what I believe we'll start to see. College football. Um, I don't know. Backup running back for Ohio. Starting running back for Ohio State gets hurt in the first quarter. Backup running back comes in, two twenty-five, three tutties, six catches, what have you, against Notre Dame. They win. There's going to be a bag on his doorstep to sure. sign shit and have it sold direct. Thousand percent. Thousand percent. Who that comes from can look like anything. Yeah, I mean, there's somebody's... But like, on the collector side, I think that's interesting. And at what point will people start to, in the same way you're having the bullshit conversation around the Star Jordan rookie or the Nike promo or the, or the Inner Lake or what's the rookie? I think when, over time, at what point do we look back and say, there's a, like, like there's a signed product from college-wise that not considered more. I think about this, especially when Fanatics, like Fanatics is like, from what it sounds like, Fanatics wants to get product in arenas and sporting events, and they they already got products in lids, right? Why not? When I was, and this is 2001, we used to go to the games, and they would have these big uncut sheets of Ohio State football team, and you'd cut them up, and they'd have like Kroger was the sponsor on the back. I mean, I have a Donnie Nicky one that was signed 15 years ago, right? Like, they used to have team sets. What's to stop Fanatics from making a little blaster box that's $49.99 that you sell in the, in the team store that has every single person on the roster has a trading card in there and you get one autograph jersey and one, one autograph or jersey and one numbered card per box and you sell those at every college football stadium in America. Penn State has them, Michigan has them, Ohio State has them, Florida has them, Arkansas has them, Wyoming has them, every college football stadium, right? Now, you might make more of Ohio State than Wyoming, but as you're looking to grow sports cards, you can put those directly in there. Yeah, you don't think a little kid wants to pull a C.J. Stroud auto or a Jackson Smith and Jigba auto or a Travion Henderson jersey from a little box they can grab at the store? Like, I think that has potential. And like, again... On that same route, Tops does Tops Instant now. Panini or Tops now, Panini does Panini Instant. They do these. Hey, this this happened. Grab a card. 
when the third string running back for Penn State has 225 yards and four touchdowns against Michigan, that's a moment, right? What's to stop them from partnering with that athlete, getting a Tops Now card, print it in black 101, green out of 10, red out of 99, whatever it is, print them, print them to sell and give him, uh, I mean, it's, what, what is that? Uh, uh, like a royalty, mm-hmm. right? Just give him a royalty on every single one that sells. Hey, every one of these that sells will give you 20% of the sale. Use his name, yeah. print the cards. He doesn't have to do anything. He gets a free check. So there's, I think there's a couple different ways that could go, but we got to move on. I know we've been talking about college football for a while. Shout out to people that are still listening. There was a major sale this weekend. We have not brought it up. We're a couple minutes in. 12 plus million dollars. Most expensive trading card ever sold? Most, one, one of did Jay say it sold for more? Or le- did it sell for more or less than the Maradona Hand of God jersey? More. Sports sold for more the than most? the Maradona? Yeah, three million more. Wow. High watermark of sports memorabilia sales. $12.6 million. That's insane. Do you think we'll That's ever look? Do you think we'll ever know who bought it? Yeah. I think there was a camera crew following the guy who sold it, and I would imagine that they found a way to find the buyer. Maybe. Ty, you don't think so? I don't know. Depends on how they feel um, about being public with that stuff. Like, it's one of two. You can either leverage that purchase for a lot of media opportunities. You'll probably be doing a nice press tour, going around, you know, and wearing a t-shirt or a hat like I am to kind of like, like I think Alt did that with a couple of their purchases like early on of just like using that purchase as a form of marketing for whatever you may be up to. Or you may just be looking at it as a financial investment and think it's a smart play and tuck it away and don't want anyone to know who you are because that can affect or impact other moves you're looking to make in the market. People know you bought that card. You want to make another deal, go another 20% on top Mm -hmm. just because of who you are and you know, you got the bags. So I don't know. I don't know who this individual is or what the motives are, but I could see staying very quiet or, you know, it being like a marketing, you can write off two and a half million of it for like earned media and like go on Forbes, go on, Today show go on all these things and talk about why you bought a sport card Mickey Mantle for twelve and a half million dollars. I don't think we've seen where at least I haven't seen any of that really come out yet, or an individual claiming. So once the kind of heat of the moment passes, you've kind of lost it. So it yeah, feels sure. like they're going to stay more quiet, but not sure. Yeah, yeah, it's a big sale, big for cards. Like NetPro, for example, bought. I'm pretty sure NetPro bought bought the big Serena card that like set the record for women's sports cards and then uses that. Like if you go to their site, it says like we own, you know, that. So from a marketing perspective, but yeah. Yeah. Big card, big four cards, definitely good. I mean, it's always nice to see cards get that kind of attention. I mean, all over the internet at the moment. I mean, it's on local news media here. It's on ESPN. It's on CNBC. It's on Forbes. I mean, it's literally everywhere. Um, So yeah, that's uh, it's good. Good to see, man. 
just absolutely just getting buried in mentions for Kellen Mond. So shout out to you guys. Shout out to Jay for just absolutely just throwing me on this Kellen Mond train. Like I'm some <laughs> Kellen Mond fan. Oh, I mean, so just good. absolutely fucking. Yeah, ridiculous. that's a beep. I, mean, I heard a rumor that we missed a beep last week, Jay. I don't know. Better clean that up. Just saying. That's just, I mean, I'm just, I cannot believe I got lumped into Kellen Mond is good. I just don't understand how that happened. And I I just got could not be more upset. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I knew news media took stuff and just really just, just clipped this, clipped this and just made it their own thing. But man, you're Jay talking, really you're saying Jay's fake news. Jay's fake news. Right. Listen, I'll leave it at this. You like triple down. You kind of tripled down, and I even gave you a clarifying moment. I think you like, I think you came over the top. I think you're doing a little revisionist history at the moment. Let's get into play of the week. My take was on Kirk Kirk Cousins stinks, not Kellen Mond is good, and somehow I became Kellen Mond's biggest fan overnight. I don't even own any cards of this dude. He's terrible, and I'm just like. It's just stinks. You hate to see it. But maybe it starts with the Kirk Cousins stinks because, it, like, he doesn't. Kirk Cousins does, like, I'm not a Kirk Cousins. I mean, he doesn't stink. He, like, I gotta keep, I gotta quit saying that because he actually doesn't stink. It just seems like he stinks. <laughs> there we he's go. Just bl- he's just blaming. Credit to you for saying that. All that you, was the take. You need to watch what you say. That's the takeaway from this whole thing. That's a you I problem. I cannot believe. I can't believe I'm getting tagged in Kellen Mond all over Twitter. All, I mean, like Matt Overton, former NFL player, tagged me on Twitter. Tag he's a listener of the pod. It's unfortunate. He tagged me and Carl Matt. I mean, just what are the? Oh my God. All right, let's get into let's get into play of the week. Let's let's see what we got. Let's do it. It's been a struggle. All right. Yeah. Uh, juiced cards. Uh, play of the week submission. Finally had something fun. I was, I figured was a great play of the week candidate. I was able to secure a box of Zero Cool V friends. The people who did get their hands on any form of Zero Cool got a nice surprise. More of a joke on the industry at the time. A handful of GI uh, GI Joe packs. After opening them for fun, I noticed there was a very nicely centered Cobra Commander. No way. A few months back when PSA had their $30 option, I figured at that price it was worth a gamble. To my surprise, it did come back at 10 With such a low pop and very few sales and no really rush to move it, I just threw it up on eBay for $4.99. Well, after sitting on it for a few weeks, I got an offer of two fifty. Gladly accepted it. One hundred eighty-five dollars profit after fees and grading isn't too bad for a free gift from Gary and Josh. Was able to take the one eighty-five to the Burbank show and go dollar box diving. I mean, this might be the winner, and it's the first one. Yeah, what a that's story! A great that's a great play. It's a great story. It's a um, pop three. Share that with the gang. Yeah, for sure. Pop that's... three from ninety-one. If anyone doesn't understand what they're saying, the joke was that they put in the boxes, they put some G.I. Joe packs because of the Pokemon break that happened where they opened up the box and there's a bunch of G.I. Joe packs. So that was the bit. It's hilarious that there was a PSA 10 in there that is a pop three. Yeah, that's wild. Wild, wild, wild. Not bad. Not bad at all for free. All right. Oh, man. Uh, Darren, uh, DMS 98. So he says, my submission for play of the week. Quick shout out to Lou for taking the time to chat at the national on your way to PSA. Here's my play. About two weeks before the national, I went and looked at Facebook marketplace bulk lot that wasn't far from me. 
It was six large boxes stacked to the brim with raw cards, not in any top loaders or penny sleeves. After looking through it, it was mostly 90s junk wax football, but I saw some 2000s football that intrigued me. He was asking two for 250, which I quickly, which I quickly was way off of. Ended up paying 60 bucks cash for the lot, so it was out of his garage. It also came with 147 packs of 1990 Pro Football Series 2. Uh, I sold all the packs at a local flea market for $60, recouping all of my investment. Then started digging into the boxes, found a Breeze 01 Tops rookie, and I scored big with a 2000 Brady Dominion rookie. After organizing out cards of value, I took it to the National. I sold it all to a dealer for $250 cash. I used that to get a PC piece, 2004 Game 4 clinching World Series ticket from the Red Sox winning their first World Series in 86 years. That's cool. I'm in ticket sales for the ML for an MLB team, uh, MILB team, so that is a great desk piece. That's dope. That's really sweet. And shout out to Ranger the Cat. Yeah, for, so for, I mean, first off, his last name is Messier. So respect the Ranger Hi. He's just crossing all of our interests here. Yeah. Got a little Brady in there. Little baseball for Lou. That breeze kind of looks nice. Who's the other quarterback with Brady in that card? San Francisco. Uh, is it Giovanni Carmazzi? Yeah, it is Carmazzi. Yeah, it's got to be Carmazzi. Yeah. I think uh, that's for, what it is. for a second, it kind of looks like a Michigan Penn State like duel. No, it says SF on the bottom left. Uh, yeah, that's what I mean. I, it, sorry, for a half second. Like, if you just go quick glance, you got the white and the. Yeah, no. Because Brady's not wearing Penn State, Michigan, not wearing that, Patriot gear. It's definitely is a college jersey tie. It's definitely not a San Francisco Niners jersey. You're 100% yeah. right. It's a college jersey. I don't know where he played. Jay said Hofstra. Ah. <laughs> Shout out Hofstra. Love it. <laughs> Shout out Hofstra. All right, next play, Jay. Shout out SCA. All right. Manti Teo. Whoa. I like it. I like what we're seeing here. Moto Sports. I'm from Hawaii. In late May, I was searching for cards of players from Hawaii for my PC. I saw a listing for a 14 flawless Teal Patch Auto. Manti is arguably the greatest linebacker in Hawaii high school history, and this was a first-year flawless with a two-color patch and an on-card auto. So, with a two-color patch and on-card auto, so at just 1350, I thought this was a steal for the PC. Fast forward a few weeks ago, there was buzz on a local news story about a Netflix documentary about Teo, focusing on how he was catfished while he was playing for Notre Dame. I put the card up on a seven-day eBay auction starting at $15. <coughs> the card instantly got a ton of views and watchers, which I assume were from the hype of the documentary. At the end of the auction, the card had generated 27 bids from 19 users, and the final sale price ended at 93 bucks. A nice ROI on something I had not planned to flip. To top it off on the auction, to top it off, the auction was won by someone from Hawaii. Hope you like my submission. I love the submission. A um, couple of things I really love about this. The first one is that the way that he, this person found out about the Netflix documentary was the local news. Sometimes I forget that the <laughs> local news like even exists anymore. So I love that. Um, and 27 bids is like a lot of bids. There was real action on Manti the last couple of weeks. Obviously, I want an sense, exquisite but... patch auto. I wanted an exquisite Notre Dame patch auto for the PC. I, we talked about it before, like just as a card collector and a college football fan or a sports fan, like when those memories happen, like especially at the time, like 13, I was young, right? Just didn't, you know, 
didn't hadn't built what we build now. So it's like looking back on it, I probably wouldn't have bought a Manti Teo patch auto, and I wouldn't have appreciated the moment at the time. Mm-hmm. But looking back on it, it was a big deal. Like Teo, yeah. like it was a big deal when he was good. It was crazy. Um, and this was, this was a big deal. Like I talk about the Linsanity one a lot. I remember Strasburg. I remember watching a kid get trampled at the national over Steven Strasburg rookie. Like those type of things I look back Shout on and be like, man, it's wait, what's up with Strasburg in 2000. Saying? It was like 2009 at the Baltimore national tops had like these free Strasburg rookies, or whatever at their booth. And they would let the, the crowd in and the crowd would just run. You see this little kid get trampled as this crowd's like just moving through. I mean, because like what people do is they would run in and wait in line at like tops or Panini's booths. And they would just stand there and just wait until they started. It was like, it wasn't, doesn't it was 11. The there's a NT logo, uh, uh, NFL shield auto on eBay right now. Manti. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's cool to just collect stuff like that. So, love the play. Love the first year of Flawless. Awesome. Not bad. Love it. Love it. Wasn't Strasburg uh, initially a Jersey dude? I thought he was. Mm, I don't know. I don't think so. I just remember when it was a big deal. Like Penis him, up. Bryce Harper, Chris Bryant. Uh, this is from North underscore... North underscore West cards. Hey guys, hope this makes the play of the week. Started listening to your podcast when you guys started out and inspired me to dig through my old collection from when I was a kid. Found this Venusaur legendary collection reverse hollow. Sent it off to PSA for 50 bucks. Came back at PSA 7 and I listed it for 420 Canadian. Accepted an offer for 400 bucks. After shipping and fees, I'll pocket just over $300. Great podcast. Keep up the good work. Beautiful. That's a great set. I love that set. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, I love the pod for reasons like this. Simple, smooth, $300 just hanging out in the crib. Yep, easy money. And shout out to you, North. Yeah. North, West, cards. Yep. I like the handle too. Clean. Got the LeBron Bowman, looks like Bowman Gold. Yeah. As the profile pick. Mm-hmm. I mean. Beautiful card. Love it. All right, next play, Jay. Ah, ho, 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 let's go. All right, this is from Skunev, uh, from Scott. Uh, In June, there were rumors that Arsenal, an English Premier League team, would sign Gabriel Jesus, who had been underachieving with Man City. I knew he was a likely rebound player, so went and searched for his early numbered cards. After searching eBay, ComC, and Facebook, I was able to find a 2018 NT gold for 90 bucks on ComC. I knew the price was low for an Arsenal player, so I purchased it. He then went bananas, scoring tons of Joga Benito goals during their preseason tour. Then on August 8th, someone purchased the card for $275. That's a profit of $171.25 after fees. And Scott sold it early. And Scott sold it early. Why was that? on fire. Arsenal's top of the table. 12 points through four. Best start they've had. Um, he is... The guy they brought in, he's scoring goals. August eighth was early. Yeah, I think I'm so, still like, doing at two seventy five though. Oh, for sure, yeah. brilliant play. I'm just showing even more. Yeah, so crazy. like the play was even righter than two seventy five. I think. Yeah, he was super right. It's a good job. Shout out Comsey. I love Comsey, man. Brazil, this World Cup has a. 
I'm like hesitant to say it because there's this overhanging cloud over the World Cup that no one's going to go as big as they would like because of all that comes with just it being held in Qatar and the political pressures and this, that, and what have you. Mm -hmm. And so the marketing dollars won't be spent as big and what have you. But Brazil has a real squad. Argentina has a real squad. Like there, there's Brazil is in the mix when push comes to shove. I mean, they are. They're always in the mix. I feel like. They've kind of the last eight years. They've kind of uh, not been as Brazil since what, like the Uh, real Ronaldinho days. Yeah, I'm trying to think. They, they did they get blown out in the finals in Germany in oh, Um, it, it's maybe been two World Cups. Ronaldinho was kind of like the tail end when they still had a little squad. Um, but they're the favorites. They're yeah, and and Neymar. He said, like, "Yeah, they're, Lou, they're in the mix." They are in the mix. Being favorites is like France, Argentina. There's like, yeah, I what figured it would plus be plus three hundred. The next favorite's like plus three fifty. You're not. Like you're that's basically called right. in the mix. They're more in the that's mix not than right. not in the mix. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Favorite let's uh, change tomorrow. Jay, is there more? No, that's it. Also, wanted to say shout out on his screen. He had a couple ninety-five cent sales for Futera United cards. Shout out. Thanks. Little 2020 Futera unique. Shout out. Is it done? Shout out, shout out. This is tough. This is tough. This is a good one. Manta Teo. He had like a flash in the panty once he made the league, right? He got a second contract and then he was done. Like the day he signed it? It was the classic like linebacker three-year deal that was really a one-year deal and hasn't found his way back to my understanding. So, yeah, I think Manti's in the lead or the first one. I think the first one's low-key. I like the Manti Teo and find out about the documentary on the news. I But I think this <sighs> one's good. Like, it was like a bit. But, yeah, I I'm guess Teo's not good. They're all, they're all I good. also love to just go to your personal stash from a kid, pull out a card, make 300 bucks. Yeah, it's I mean, like I like very the... very simple approach. I like the, hey, we're going to do some digging on this guy that's going to likely leave this club and go find somewhere else and buy his good stuff. Like, 18 National Treasures out of 10, that's a good card. Like, yeah, I, they're all good. Jay's not giving us, you know, dumpster fires. I'll go first. I I'm like gonna, the Teo. I'm going to go Teo. I'm going Gabby Jesus because I got to stick with my proper football brother. Respect. I'm going Teo. So. Congrats to Motorsports. It feels right. It feels right. I'll give you all that. I, I mean, it. feels like the time is right. This is a proper play. This is all, all that we need. I mean, could this be like the first Hawaii play? Like first Hawaii winner? It has to be the first Hawaii play. Is Motorsports hosting us down there? Motorsports, are you from, are you living in Hawaii right now? What's good? Car Talk Hawaii? I'll, I will, I blood. will cancel everything for Car Talk Hawaii. <laughs> Couple Kelly Slater on him. Oh, I'm so Reg in. would love to go to Hawaii. So if you tell me you want to go to Hawaii, like let's go to Hawaii. Kelly Slater PSA ten. Let's see what we got. <laughs> classic SI for kids is the first mm, thing. That pops classic. Out. <laughs> if if Kelly Slater as an SI for kids card doesn't make the most sense. <laughs> um. Okay. Congrats. All take right. Over. Real quick before we wrap it up. We do got to get to latest launch. 
couple things coming out this week. Luminance football is going to be one. We're starting to trickle into 2022 product, starting to get down that road. You've got Chronicles UFC, Tops Chrome, Star Wars Mandalorian, Tier 1 Bundesliga Soccer, uh, and Tops UEFA Champions League Stadium Club Chrome Soccer, Upper Deck Clear Cut Hockey. So, decent amount of product this week. you got UFC, hockey, multiple soccers, Star Wars, uh, football. Good uh, good about a product. I like so, it. Ready for Luminance. I think that's going to be fun. I think football products starting to trickle out as the season starts. That will definitely build some momentum. Like, football's going to be hot. It's 229 days, they said, since college football ended. Like, I'm ready for it. Ohio State. Uh... We do have to do this. We have this is this is later, and I know Jay will be able to clip this. But we 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 got to do this. We forgot to do the college football picks. That's what I was literally just about to say. So we forgot we to do college football picks. So you do four teams in the playoff. playoff right? Yeah, the national champion, and then Heisman Trophy prediction. I want to go second. I'll go last. Ty, just don't make it as bad as Desmond. Desmond, uh. Desmond Howards. He picked Don Clifford for the Heisman. <laughs> God, it's worse. Come on, Ty. Respect the game. <laughs> what? Y'all never seen a fifth year senior My quarterback come? Sean Clifford's not a good pick. Guy's been at the helm for five years. Fine. Our season goes this way. There's two football games. You win them and you're playing in the Big Ten Championship. You lose them, That's and true. you're that is a three-loss irrelevant team. <laughs> like it's fairly simple. One every one time every five or six years, we beat Ohio State. That is how it works. Then, then we have a dust up with Michigan, and then you've got your classic middle of the pack Big Ten battle where it's like seventeen, fourteen, late, and you either make a play or don't. Right? Is that not how the Big Ten works? That's very accurate. It's more or less how it works. Yeah. Yours yeah, is the out-of-conference game. Ours is Ohio State. Yeah, ours just happens to be the Big Ten team we're overlooking, like the Purdue, the Iowa, the the middle-of-the-pack team yeah, that the, like the, gets hot for one game. Minnesota that sneaks up on you. Yeah, it just becomes their Super Bowl or their you know national championship, and they just we overlook it on the road at night, and it just you know bites you in the ass. Yeah. So, as Kirk Herbstreit has eloquently pointed out to start off the year, Sean Clifford is getting no respect. Yeah, Penn State was his sleeper team. I feel not bad about having a quarterback that's been in the program for four plus years starting off the season. You also predicted him to win the. Maybe a dumpster fire, but might be great. And our boy uh, Drew Aller is the backup cue, freshman. So, are you? Is that one of your playoff teams? Who are your four playoff teams? We got to go. Penn State, Clemson, Bama. Uh, Pac-12 team? Pick any Pac-12 team? USC. There you go. Okay. I mean, they're terrible. I mean, I think so, they're yeah. probably going to be the favorite in the Pac-12. Who's going to win the national championship? Penn State. Penn State. All right. I'll go second. <laughs> um, <laughs> unbelievable. Um, I will go Georgia. I will go Ohio State. I will go Utah. 
And I will go Texas. That's really good. I like that a lot. Who's winning the national title? George is winning the natty. And then, but my pick for the Heisman is Will Anderson. Yeah, great, great picks. Thank you. Guy knows his stuff for sure. Guys paying attention. Definitely tell this guy. This guy takes it seriously. This guy knows what he's doing. For the love of the game. Good guy. Uh, Yeah, Will Anderson is going to be, I think, one or two in the Heisman this year. I think that's a good pick. That kid's a a stud. I am going to go Ohio State, Alabama. Not not one of you picked Alabama to be in the college football playoff. That would be a shocker if Alabama's not in the college football playoff. Um, Ohio State, Alabama, Utah. I can get behind the Utah pick. I like that pick a lot. I've come down to the last one, uh, like, USC has so much talent on the team. You've got uh, Lincoln Riley. I like that. I like the Hurricanes. I think that's a sneaky pick. I Clemson could get there. I do like that Cade Klubinick kid, that five-star prospect from Texas. I think he's good. Um, I think he's going to end up beating DJ at some point. If he gets cut from the team, I don't want to hear it. Definitely had nothing to do with that. I don't want to. I don't want to go down that road. That is your guy. Yeah, fourth one. Like, I think it's. Man, I just, I think that the others, like, I'm not, I'm going to pick a, a team, like, I think Penn State, Georgia, uh, two from the same conference, that makes more sense. I just, I would bet on the Big Ten to get two teams in or the SEC teams for one of the big 12 teams to beat each other up all year. I would go Georgia. I just think that makes the most sense. I'm going to go Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, and Utah. It just Ohio State Alabama in the national title makes the most sense. It's the chalk. It's the chalk pick for sure. It just, I think those two teams have the most talent. I think Ohio State's going to win it all this year. I'm I'm going to go Ohio State. They're very good. I don't. I I picked Alabama to win it last year, and I think how that Jay, work out. Do we have a clip of that? I think I picked Bryce Bryce Young to win the Heisman. I would love to know who I picked last year. I would love to know that last year. Yeah. Will Anderson, I. I'm taking Stroud. I'm, I'm going. Yeah. I'm going Homer this year. I don't normally go like Homer like that. I'm just because I'm just. Yeah, I just don't like to do that. But I, I think Ohio State's got the best team in the country. I'm. I'm going to go Ohio State. When you're Obviously the best, got a big weekend ahead. I don't think I will. If we do this show for the next ten years, I think I'll take Penn State every year. As you should. <laughs> Georgia starts off tough too. By the way, hey, Georgia starts Oregon, don't they? Yep. That's not a walk. Ty, when do you play Auburn? We play Auburn the weekend of third week. Not uh, third week. Yeah. So we got this week. Then you've got the week after Labor Day, which is nine eleven week, and then it's the following week. Eighteenth. Correct. I have to go. Yeah, Ohio State plays somebody bad. All right. So I got for now. We'll see you guys next time. Peace and love, guys. Peace. That's a wrap on Card Talk this week. Please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen and get notified when we publish a new episode. It'd mean the world to us if you gave us a five-star rating and shared this episode with a friend. We'd love to answer your questions, so email us at cardtalkpod at gmail.com and we'll get to it in the next episode. Card Talk is a 1.37 p.m. podcast and a Gallery Media Group original production.